Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and I'm very grateful that you are here another week. Um, I was just looking at our show stats and I was like, wow, we've really, really grown. Um, And that's because of you um, being a regular, consistent listener for subscribing, for sharing, for uh, doing ratings and reviews and telling your friends. Um, It's certainly not on me. It has to be on you. (laughs) So thank you so much for that. Today I'm ridiculously excited um, about our interview. Uh, She's probably one of the most fabulous sparkly people I know. It's Kirby Miller. She is our bombshell business expert for all things lifestyle. And today we're going to talk about harnessing the season transition. So you can always look put together during this like really wonky time where it's like, well, it's kind of fall, but why does it still feel like summer except for at night when it feels like winter? Um, So if you are experiencing that in your life, girl, we got you today. Um, And seriously, Kirby is next level amazing. So if you have not read her blog posts, then you need to hop on over to amberhurdle.com and check them out because she's super amazing. Um, But first, of course, we've got to do our announcements and our shout outs. So let's talk a little bit. The app. Oh my gosh, y'all, we are so close. I mean, we are so close. (laughs) I'll be making an announcement in the next few days. I'm not sure if I'm going to do a bonus episode or not, but I might, who knows, kind of, it's going to be a crazy week. Um, I'm actually re-recording the intro to this because I thought it would be out by now. Um, just kidding. So we're waiting on approvals from the app store and all that good jazz. So, um, we are literally days away. Hang tight with me. It'll be amazing. I promise. Um, and then of course I'm doing a series of webinars y'all and you need to go. We're talking about the secret to building your business brand, and I'm going to shoot you straight like I always do on what you're doing right with your brand and what you're doing wrong with your brand and how you can fix it. And I'm going to answer questions at the end, so you want to be sure to bring your questions. This is something that I I, I just, I know is a big issue for my bombshells. Um, We get in our head with things Um, we overthink things and I think the secret that I'm going to share is going to cut through a lot of that internal drama that you have in your, in your brain when you're feeling like, why am I so stuck on my brand? Um, and I want to get you unstuck. So seriously, you need to register for this and then, um, you'll get a worksheet immediately. Like you'll get a notification from my webinar software saying like you're in, and then you're going to get an email from me that actually has a link to a worksheet. So if all you do is a worksheet, rock on with your bad self. Um, but we really want you to attend live so you can ask the questions and get the bonuses, um, that I'll be giving, um, for free on the webinar. Um, and you know, if you can't make it still register, we'll send you a replay again. I think it's going to bring you a ton of clarity on why your brand just ain't clicking. So, um, if that's an issue for you, or even if you just want to get better with your branding, then let's solve that problem together. Bring your questions for reallys and, uh, we will do our thing. 
Um, you probably could hear that I have a complete snot monster in my head right now. I've been in bed for three days, but I came back to life so that I could interview today's guest <laughs> and also to give a shout out to, it looks like zombie, lots of E's. Zombie left a rating and review in iTunes, which is super important to do so that other women can use your experience to determine if this is a good resource for them or not. And then you're actually helping other women by doing that. Um, she says a friendly, smart voice as a handy person, handy being question mark. I think Amber would be a, would be a, appalled <laughs> to know that I have on more than one occasion repaired a broken fingernail with a box cutter, <laughs> but I don't think she judge. Her advice is incredibly useful. She's funny and warm, and I feel a sense of well-being when I listen to her. My new small business has benefited from her wisdom. I am not appalled, girl. I think you are super MacGyver. Um, I think I think bombshells are resourceful, and you've obviously uh, proven that you can do that. Bombshells aren't necessarily all girly. Um, we like our high heels, but we also are fix-it people. So um, love that. Thank you so much. Um, and let's see if I can get through this interview without um, having like a total explosion in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you about Miss Kirby Miller. Kirby Miller is one of our bombshell business experts, and her expert role is lifestyle. And when I was thinking about like, who is the right lifestyle expert, like I literally did not think of anybody else but Kirby. And I was just crossing my fingers that she had enough bandwidth and in her incredibly busy schedule to do this. Um, you've probably seen Kirby somewhere on social media because she is everywhere definitely her YouTube channel. Um, her heart is actually in the kitchen. So that one of the many reasons why I love her, y'all know how much I love to cook. Cooking and baking have been monumental parts of her life since childhood. Her best memories are in the kitchen. And she thinks that good food is an opportunity to authentically connect. Developing new recipes and orchestrating flavor profiles with delicious ingredients is her way to channel passion and creativity into every bite. She thinks food should be flavorful, creative, beautiful, and most importantly, should leave an impact. There are a few things better than the seconds of contemplative silence that follow the first bite of delicious food that never gets old. Amen. She's been cooking since she was five and has not stopped since. She launched an online cooking show to share her inner foodie via her brand, Kanimi Kitchen. And you can find her, again, all over the internet, Facebook, Twitter. I love following her on Instagram, Pinterest. Of course, you've got to follow her YouTube channel and then LinkedIn. And all of that will be in the show notes. I don't even know what else to say. There is so much to say, Kirby. Welcome to your first episode of the Bombshell Business Podcast. Well, Amber, I am super excited to be doing this interview with you. And I have to just say, you have shown your bombshellness by saying, listen, I've got the snot monster, but there's a work to do. <laughs> and I love that. And I can relate to that. So I'm super excited about the time that we'll spend together. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've been in bed for three days. I've been working in bed for three days. And I always have to look at like, I'm not on the road speaking. That's great. I don't I didn't have any VIP retreats scheduled. So on the one hand, I'm like, ah, oh, like all of my catch up days that I really need to be in the office, like I'm in bed on my laptop. But on yeah. the other hand, like I don't have the snot monster on stage. So that's your right. blessings, right? There's always <laughs> silver lining. Right. <laughs> well, we've heard all of your professional um, accolades. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know that you've got a, a beautiful, abundant personal life too. Sure. So I am originally from Michigan. I relocated to Nashville about 14 years ago to go to college and fell in love with the city, the people, of course, the food scene. And through that time, I've 
seen how the city has evolved and has been the perfect place to launch Kanimi Kitchen on so many different levels, professionally, personally, the growth the network that I've been able to plug into has been absolutely amazing. I um, personally, I love to travel. And of course, that's a great way to experience food in different places and cultures. Um, I don't have any children or pets, which is kind of funny. I love all the things. So I will play with your puppy and rock your baby. I just kind of <laughs> joke with people that, you know, succulents and basil plants and I are still trying to, you know, have a a relationship where I can keep them alive. So I should start there before moving on to other living things. But I love people and food and connection and any way that that uh, can kind of take shape, you'll probably find me there. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that is your spiritual gift, that that ability to connect. I mean, obviously hospitality, but you have a spe- special way of immediately finding connection with another human and making it a safe and warm and inviting place. Um, so total side note, um, Kirby came to um, one of my book signings in Nashville at Parnassus Books, and um, it was a horribly cold, bitter, like probably (laughs) one of the worst winter nights that Nashville had seen that season. Um, But a ton of my best friends, like my tribe, showed up. And uh, so Kirby went with us afterwards to um, dinner, and my best friend Mark and her just, like, they got settled in. (laughs) Mark is, like, her super fan, like, her biggest fan ever. And um, I was actually at his house the other night, and we were talking about you Uh as we were cooking. So... (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) But my whole point is... Oh, I loved them. No, go ahead. (laughs) No, I just said I love them, and... I just had to giggle because that night I was on the way and I was like, wow, it is really cold, but I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. I have to be there. And just the fact that your tribe was like, hey, we can do a plus one. And by the end of the night, I kind of felt um, like I was part of the group. It was amazing. So again, people, connection, food, yep. it's, it's where it's at. That's it. That's it. And and that's kind of my, my um, those people are, are that way. And I think that's why I love you so much. So today <laughs> we are going to talk um, style guide, harnessing the season transition with Kirby Miller. Now I know not everybody, um, actually most people that listen to this episode are not in middle Tennessee, but the one thing that you could count on in middle Tennessee is that whatever you think the weather is going to be is not, and it might hail in July and it might be 70 degrees on Christmas day. But the most frustrating season, I think for anybody, whether you're in Middle Tennessee or elsewhere, is that um, that time between summer and fall where you're trying to transition um, out of that that summer, like, I don't want to say fearless, but kind of like carefree summer. And now you're yeah. kind of getting back into business and back into the swing yeah. of things. The weather's changing. Your responsibilities are changing. Like, it's a whole vibe that shifts. So, what do we do, Miss <laughs> Lifestyle Expert? Yes, that time of the year, that is a challenge. That happens to be one of my most favorite times of the year because I don't know what it is. Every year, like as we're transitioning, it just feels like this new beginning, a new chapter for me. And like you said, it comes down to, all right, we're shifting gears. But for me, it's kind of like, let's get it done kind of attitude. Yep. However, it is a little tricky because you can get dressed in the morning. Like, okay, I checked you know, it's a little chilly out. I put on some jams. I'm going to throw on these tights, maybe a cardigan. And by lunch, you might look like a crazy person because the temperature has shifted. So I definitely know that you have to have your toolkit ready 
definitely get an app on your phone or have a reminder or have something to check the weather because there have been many mornings, even though I try to be on top of it, you're like, oh, it's it's definitely cold. It's going to stay this way. Nope. Carve out some time, take a peek at the weather and make sure you have your toolkit of clothes that have different layering options. That has been key because I will tell you, sometimes you could see me at 8 a.m. and by lunchtime, I've shed a cardigan. <laughs> I've changed changed up the outfit a little bit because normally after um, my workday, I transition into doing some type of event in the evening. So you just have to be ready to pivot. Yeah, absolutely. So if if we're, you know, I just did a complete purge of my son's bedroom and, and I'm working through and, and a lot of it was clothes. Um, yes. And so if I'm kind of attacking this transitional season, what's the first step that I would take in order to be able to put myself together in a professional way every day without looking like an idiot by four (laughs) o'clock? Right. So you're not trying to like duck your head and get into the car. Please, no one see me. And of course, that's when everyone will see you. Uh, So step one would be to let's just cut the clutter. So what you just said about your son's room, I think we all can relate to that. Um, When you take that time and you have to purge, it is time consuming, but it's absolutely essential for this transition from summer into fall. Because for me, there's nothing more frustrating than it's starting to get darker in the morning. You're trying to get ready and you're pulling out things that are not applicable. So step one is cut the clutter and make sure that anything that you put your hands on could go. And and so that starts with, for me, I throw on my favorite um, music station, get in some comfy clothes and then handle the business. So it's just kind of look at what's in your closet it's not rocket science, but I promise you, if you try this, you'd be like, huh, this really, there's something to this. You look at your, your clothes and you kind of make your keep pile. These are things that I could not part with. And let's all be honest. Sometimes we put things in the keep pile that don't need to stay there, but we'll circle back. Uh-huh. <laughs> on that. Like, oh, sure. I'll wear that. Have you worn it in two years? <laughs> and then you have your pile, pass it on things that every time that you have to take them out of the dryer and fold them or hang them up, you're like, Ugh, why do I even have this? Let's pass those on. Let's let somebody else love them. The next category I like to think about is a little interesting for me. It's this still fit. You know, maybe it's too big. Maybe it's too small. Think about how you feel when you put it on. If it does not make you feel amazing, moment of truth, if it does not make you feel amazing, it does not fit. Yeah. And and there's nothing worse than having that morning you put on clothes and then you're fidgeting all day or you're like, hmm, how can I cover this up? Or this looks like I need to belt this. So at this point in time, if it doesn't fit, let's go ahead and put that in its own pile. It may need to go to the pass it on pile. Or maybe um, one thing that I've done, you know, those little bags that you put clothes in and then you can use the vacuum to kind of shrink them down. Oh, yeah. I may or may not have a couple of those (laughs) (laughs) with clothes that kind of fell into that pile, but I wasn't ready to part with. But the moral of the story is get them out of your normal day to day um, workspace because they'll just end up being frustrating. And, um, that's still fit and not yet. Those kind of go together. And so set a timer, put on some jams and and cut the clutter. You will be so thankful on those mornings and you're kind of like stumbling into the closet unless you're a morning person. That's not me. That's not my gift. (laughs) But when you're in your closet and you put your hands on something, you can be pretty confident. Okay, this is going to feel good. I'm going to look good. 
you just kind of, if you're thinking about this kind of as a system, you don't want things in your system that aren't useful to you. You got to kind of trim the fat and just have what you need for business. So step one, let's cut the clutter. Yeah. And you know, a good time to do this too. I I mean, I tip, I'm a pretty good purger most of the time because I do believe if you take the time when you have like a Sunday afternoon or something to do it, then you're going to save so much time day to day when you don't have any margin to function. Like you need to do it when you've got some breathing room. But I do it most often when I'm shopping for like multiple pieces. So if I grab something Mm -hmm. while I'm out or I just needed a, you know, blazer or something, I, I won't make myself get rid of something. But if I'm buying like, four dresses to update like my speaking wardrobe, then I'm going to find at least that many pieces that I'm probably not going to wear again now that I have this new exciting stuff and I make myself get rid of it. I, I just, so you do a swap. I do a swap. Like you're not allowed to, I, there's nothing worse than a jammed up closet and not being able to oh. even see what you're getting into. And so I've, and I'm not great about this. I mean, I just got rid of a whole bunch of stuff. I'm like, now, why didn't you get rid of this two years ago, Amber? Why? Why are you still <laughs> hanging on to this? But it's, so why do I have this? <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's like an exchange with myself. It's like, you know, when we cleaned out our toy boxes as kids and we had to mm-hmm. like, we're going to give, we're going to give these toys away to the kids that don't have, you know, the ability to have these toys so that when Santa Claus comes, there's room for your new toys. So that's kind of the approach I take with myself. Yeah. And I think that's really, really important because um, I think we've heard it all before. You have, you're standing in this big room of all these things, but you feel like you have nothing to wear. So it's like being honest with yourself and knowing that your future self will thank you for the work that you're about to do. So it's, not always fun, but it's necessary. And you know what you're wearing and you're not wearing. You know what you go to for, I mean, I'm definitely innovative and I like to switch things up and mix and match, but there's still the same pieces. <laughs> I'm still not wearing that one thing That's that right. sounded really good when I when I bought it and then I got it home and I'm like, why do I have pink paisley? Like, why, why was that a good I decision? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it may have been 85% off in the store, but maybe we should have left it there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So if we've cut the clutter with, with asking ourselves all those good juicy questions, now what? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we have our core pieces. Let's organize them. I'll share how I like to organize things. You have to go with the system that works well for you, but if you don't have a system, then try out mine, see how you like it. So I like to organize my clothes by type. Yeah. Because when you think about your outfits that you're going to put together, you know, you're not grabbing two tops or two pairs of pants or two skirts. Like you need a combo. So kind of think of it as an assembly line. So I like to organize my shirts together, my blazers, my skirts, my pants. And within those sections, I organize them by color. And this is why you're my spirit animal, because I do that too. I love it. I love it. And here's why that's helpful. It's very pretty in the closet, step one. And then step two, when you come in and you're thinking, okay, I have got 20 minutes to get out of here. You're going to pick a bottom first and then pick your other two layers. And this also helps you kind of mix and match. So kind of what you were talking about before, you can do so much with a few key pieces to layer them differently, to accessorize them differently. And when they're organized in this way, you can kind of visualize that a bit better. So I like to have, like I said, the different types and then also have your accessories ready. I'm not always great about this because I don't know about you, but sometimes at the end of the night, my earrings are coming off, my necklace is coming off, and it may not end up 
Right. <laughs> in its intended place, but it's great to put it back there. So you can say, okay, I've got my pieces. I've picked out of my different buckets for my clothes. All right, let's throw this scarf on with it. Cause it's a little chilly in the morning, but if I need to take this off for my, you know, lunchtime meeting, I can tuck it in my bag. So you're not searching for things and you're able to kind of put together. I like to think of it as a surprise, surprise food reference as like a little buffet of fashion. Yes. Oh, I love it. That's so good. <laughs> so good. So yeah, that's definitely, yes, yes. And this, I'm telling you, will make a world of difference because we've all had those mornings where you grab something. And like I said, you don't feel right by the time you see people that you were hoping not to see. And so this will definitely make the difference between people saying, eh, well, at least she tried it. And wow, she looks really put together. Um, so try it out for size. If you don't have a system, try the organizing system. And, you know, we're all about branding on this podcast and, and whether it's right or wrong, people are going to evaluate who you are based on their first impression. What, when you walk in, what you're wearing is the first snapshot that people get from you. And so Mm -hmm. the colors are going to say something, the way Mm -hmm. that it fits you is going to say something. If it's, you know, and I'm not saying you have to go to a tailor or anything, but if you get the stuff the ill-fitting things that are too long or too short or too mm-hmm. tight or too baggy, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't want to look unkempt or, or slovingly. I mean, those right. are just, and it, and it happens. Yeah, it, they, it does happen, especially out of necessity. Because again, if you have some things in your closet that don't necessarily fit you well, but everything that, you know, kind of fits you well is in the laundry, then you've set yourself up for failure. That's why you kind of want to make sure that anything that's in your closet is grab and go ready. Because I think you hit on something really important uh, with your social currency. And you don't really have a chance to recoup that. Now, in a perfect world, we could all show up, you know, yoga pants and top knot. And if that's your thing, I respect you. But it's not a it's not necessarily a, a perfect world. And to your point, when somebody sees you, that's your first opportunity to engage with them, even though that's nonverbal. Uh, so I think that's very important. So it's a matter of just setting yourself up for success. What do I want somebody to get um, about my vibe? Yeah, ooh, I like it. Yes, it's so, so true. And it's something that, again, I don't take hours to get ready in the morning or even an hour to get ready in the morning. So it's you find little ways to become efficient, but make sure that you have this consistent um brand that you're putting out there to your point. Yeah. And, you know, and, and also I don't want to intimidate anybody because I'll put, and let me tell you, sometimes I am the yoga pot, pants and top knot girl, anybody in Lebanon, Tennessee who sees me at Publix, they know like Amber just left the gym or, you know, Amber's obviously doesn't have any appointments today. So I'm not saying never do that, but if you're going to present yourself in a way where you yeah. know you're going to be engaging with other people and it matters how they perceive you, that's what I'm saying. And have that you know, athleisure wear or, um, you know, that more loungy yep. type wear, because I've gotten like where I've put on leggings and a tunic that covers my butt, leggings and a tunic and some cute yes. boots or something. <laughs> and my hair is at least brushed through and I have, you know, minimal makeup, but I have a little yep. bit, just enough on. That's when people are like, oh my gosh, I love your outfit. And I'm like, yep. really? My target tunic and my old Navy like, leggings? You- like this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, my Ugg boots are doing a lot for me in this situation, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And it, every day doesn't have to be um, 
a production, especially like if you're running out, because it's so funny. I see people sometimes and they're like, oh my gosh, like you look put together. And I'm like, let me just tell you a secret. It's eye cream and concealer. And then something that I feel, you know, comfortable in. So it doesn't have to be this big, well thought out production, but it's just, do you feel comfortable? If you saw a snapshot of you, would you feel comfortable with what's presented? Yeah. Absolutely. And again, just like the purge saves you time day to day, so will organizing your closet in a way that works for you. I happen to love Kirby's way because that's the way I've adopted for many, many years (laughs) because it does make it easy. Like, oh, I'm wearing like today I grabbed a pair of blue navy slacks with white polka dots on them. And then I went to the blue section where I had a a light summer blue sweater and then, Mm -hmm. you know, just grabbed my little uh, tank top and now I match. And I know, you know, it's all right there. I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to dig. But doing that when you put your laundry up on the front end does take a little bit longer to organize it that way. But day to day, it'll be a lifesaver. Okay. So now we've cut the clutter. We've organized our wardrobe. Got any other tips? What's What's one more final tip? Yeah, let's talk about if you're saying, well, Kirby, after I purged, I don't have much left. (laughs) That's fine. After you've tried things on, if you don't feel like they fit you or they represent you, my last tip would be let's build our foolproof toolkit. And that just means, again, you put your hands on it, you could put it on your body and walk out the door and feel comfortable. And so for this time of year, again, kind of focusing on it's kind of hot, it's kind of not, maybe it's going to be chilly at night. We want to think about layers. So I would say think about your outerwear Labor layers. And I don't know about you all, but I'm super excited to pull back out like my olive green jacket, my khaki jackets. Yeah. Like this is my time of year. But you want to make sure that they're flattering because all blazers and jackets are not created equally. <laughs> and we all have to know what flatters our body type. And so there are plenty of guides online, or if you want to hop out and just try on a a few things. You want to find what works for you. And if you find something that works for you, grab it in a few colors. But the cut is often very important because jackets, while they may keep you warm and you're like, oh, this is kind of cute, they can often make you look too boxy. Or if they're cut in such a way that's not flattering, again, it's not going to enhance that overall look. So by building your toolkit, you need the outerwear. I'd say at least at least three to four core pieces that make you feel extremely comfortable, but you want to make sure that you get the right um, cut that's right for you. You also want to pepper in some cardigans and some dusters so that you can grab and go. I also keep some in my front closet of my house, a few that are a little bit more versatile so that if I'm running out and I'm like, hmm, do I, do I not? I can grab something that's more neutral and just have it available. And just kind of a tip for this coming fall, the colors that you may want to consider that I love, I'm actually still on the search for a gray one, but a nice heather gray, burnt orange definitely is in every fall. Um, a cognac color, kind of like a beautiful uh, cognac duster or blazer. Again, that can take you from day to night. And I love mustard. I actually just bought a mustard dress, a mustard peplum top. So you'll be seeing that this year. So get your outerwear together, your tops. Definitely make sure that you have things that, again, can layer and you feel comfortable in. And for me, I'm a huge fan of dresses. People are like, oh, my goodness, you're always so dressed up. Don't be fooled. It's, it's kind of like a baby thing. in a onesie. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, listen, let me tell you, either I ironed this 
or I'm going to give you um, a secret here. I sprayed it with a wrinkle release and I dropped it over my head. That was it. So <laughs> I do the throw it in the dryer with yes. um, a wet towel, but now I have a dryer that actually will like steam fresh things. <gasps> yes, Are you girl. It? It's a miracle. That's a game changer. Game changer. Yeah. I need one of those in my life. But yeah, with the dresses, you can layer that up. You can throw it on with some cute flats, pumps, or boots and kind of change the tone of the outfit based on what you put with it. And so having a few core dresses or skirts, if that's your thing, in solid colors, I like a couple patterned ones. So much like you said, your outfit today, Amber, you can kind of be a little bit more fun because anytime that you can layer in a pattern with a solid that complements each other, people think, I don't know why, but they automatically think, wow, that's a little bit more effort and it's got a a wow factor to it. So that would be kind of my final tip there. Like, look at what you have. If you need to go out and do a little shopping and I'm a huge proponent of shop on sale. Some people buy whole outfits. That's one school of thought. Like don't buy it if you don't have a whole outfit. That's not my life because I like to pepper things in. So just get core pieces that are versatile. Yeah. And you know, and I have to say too, um, really understanding your body helps a ton when you're shopping and there's different things that you could look online to figure out like, you know, your, your specific body type and, you know, we could get into vertical proportions and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You go yes. back and, and listen. Um, I'll put one in the show notes uh, of a previous episode where we talked about that kind of stuff. But like for me, one of the reasons why I love dresses is mm-hmm. like, and, and let me just, before you all inbox me and be like, love your body and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. love my body. I love my Step body. One. Like I'm totally good with my body. Um, I, I don't have any insecurity issues around that. And uh, I love food too much to ever want to be skinny. So that's never going to happen. So, but the way that I'm physically shaped, mm-hmm. like I don't have a super defined waist at my very okay. thinnest as a child, as a teenager, I did not have a defined waist. So anything that really cinches in in the middle is uncomfortable to me. Like I can make it look good. Like I can visually make it look like I have a waist, but it's uncomfortable. So I need a little um, give and pants, like a little like stretch in the waist is always super helpful because my legs are thin. So I need it to fit there. But the, my waist is wider. So a traditionally cut you know, I, I usually need a smaller size except for my waist, if that makes any sense. So yeah. like, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Doing things like that um, finding a dress where I might be able to do a high belt or I might layer like mm-hmm. a, a tunic or not a tunic, like a, a long sweater or, or all those different things that you talked about, like knowing your body before you go shopping and being able to yeah. look in the mirror and say, mm, I'm a little short waisted. This is a mm-hmm. boxed cut jacket. Mm-hmm. I need something that's tapered in the middle to give the illusion that I have more of a waist than I do. I need to, you know, keep the patterns on my bottom half instead of my top half because I'm top heavy, right. like darker colors up, up top. If I wear white, I'm not going to look great because I've got broad shoulders. I mean, these are all things that when I say these things, people would go, Oh, why are you beating yourself up? It's like, I'm not, I'm not beating myself up. It's awareness. I'm making myself look better. <laughs> like, yes. I know yes, what I'm working with And I think that's so important because that's a part of the toolkit, kind of knowing what you're looking for and what works for you will make the shopping experience more pleasant. And again, turn around, have your mornings be more productive. Like for myself, I know I'm not a short skirt person. 
It's yeah. not me. Yeah. But I also don't want something that's always to the floor. So a good midi skirt yeah. will get me where I'm going every time. So when I find one I like, I get it in a few core colors. Um, I tend to have more of um, an hourglass kind of figure. And so anything that's cut straight or makes me look boxy is going to take me to the largest part of that hourglass. That's mm-hmm. not beneficial. Right. So I like things that have a nice cut to them and a peplum that gives me a good shape. So if anybody knows of any great peplum places, be sure to send them to me. (laughs) But that's kind of my thing. So once you find your lane, stick to it. Yeah. So you can feel your best. And I think you said that and I wish y'all could see. Well, you you will once you look at all of her videos and everything. She's always she looks amazing and put together all the time. Like she's super sparkly. Um, And when I say sparkly person, I mean like that person that walks in the room. You're like, wow, like I just want to know that person. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, But the whole going back to, um, you know, her just saying do what works for you. And, and do what makes you feel great. If you're trying on clothes, whether it's in your closet or out shopping and you're not like, yeah, that you don't mm-hmm. want to wear that. Like there's enough mm-hmm. clothes out in the universe right. where you don't want to like yes. get something because it's on sale or it's good enough. Like, yes. don't. <laughs> yes. And that touches on something else too in your purge process. Cause don't think like, oh my goodness, I love this pattern. Does it have a hole in it? Does it make you feel <laughs> unattractive? Like there, there's plenty out there that's right for you. So yeah, that's, and that's something I struggle with sometimes because I'll be like, oh, I wore that one time when I was a junior in college. Yeah. You're going to have to go ahead and pass that on. <laughs> yeah. Or make it into a quilt if you really need exactly. to keep it. <laughs> All you're the not going to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any other final words of wisdom before we wrap up? Well, and just kind of my final thing would be if you are completely overwhelmed by this, if this is not your area, just remember none of us can show up naked without, you know, some type of police intervention. So even if this is something that you don't want to spend a ton of time on, just just consider peppering in some of these tips and I promise you it makes a world of difference, especially if you're on the move and you've got a lifestyle that pulls you in a lot of different directions. This kind of helps take the guesswork out of it and frees up your mental space so that you can go out there, feel good, have that social currency and conquer the day. So even if it's not something that you think you'd focus on, try it out. And to my fellow fashionistas out there, I can't wait to hear your feedback and some of your tips. Iron sharpens iron. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So be sure to um, email me if you've got like a tip or an outfit um, that you want to show me, we'll post it on social media. We'll put it in, um, maybe our stories or, or whatnot. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Love to. So, okay. So we definitely, um, thank you so much, Kirby, for being on the show. You're amazing as always. Um, and thank be- you for having me. This is so fun. Yes, absolutely. Um, and remember, uh, Kirby is a permanent fixture. She is our lifestyle expert in the bombshell business experts. So, um, you'll be seeing blog posts from her. And of course, she'll be each quarter on the podcast. Um, of course, go to amberhurdle.com forward slash bombshell business experts to read all about her. Um, and then my homework for you is go to Instagram. And <laughs> she is Kanimi. I said that right. Yeah. Kanimi Kitchen. I always feel like I get that wrong. K-I-N-I-M-I-K-I-T-C-H-E-N. So K-I-N-I-M-I-Kitchen. 
And she's super fun to follow, not only her fashion, but just the things that she does. She's on Talk of the Town on TV, Nashville um, news station. Um, she does all kinds of neat things and knows all the cool people in Nashville. So, <laughs> um, and if you're in the Nashville area too, she does, she does events. Uh, yes, so I'd love to see you. Yes. And you can meet her in person and get a selfie because she's a selfie queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, be sure you download the app. Um, let us know your feedback. I'm, I'm hungry to know what you think about this new model with uh, all of our experts. And um, of course, I'm always here for you with any questions that you have. So be sure to reach out. And um, it might take me a couple days to get to it. But you know, I always do. And have a fabulous weekend, Bombshells. Awesome. It's so great to be with you all. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshellbusinesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.